Good morning. How are you doing today, Harry? I'm great, Errol. How are you today? Absolutely fantastic. I, I got to thank you right from the top here for being a part of this movie because it really does open up the mind, body, and soul of all people. Anybody can sit down to watch this movie, experience this movie, and, and I'm, I'm telling you, they're not going to feel judgment. They're going to feel forgiveness. I, I love that. I'm glad that, uh, that that's the message that you got. That's the message we uh, were intending to send and and I, and I think it's a, a quite enjoyable movie that, that tells us and reminds us, really, uh, that that which may look like a frustration, that mm-hmm. which may seem to be an obstacle that can actually be used uh, for our benefit and our edification as believers. Well, there, there are so many people in this modern world that, that say, I wish I could have, could have, would have, and should have. And it's like, why, well, why aren't you? The, you? You know, get out of your past and get in your present and make it happen. That, that, that's right. That's right. Um, you know, I think everybody has uh, had these times in their life when, when you know, it just seemed that there was no hope. When, 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 uh, you know, our dreams for ourselves, our plans for ourselves didn't quite work out. Uh, but then an opportunity comes, and we have to we have to tell ourselves that there is, if we just believe, if we give ourselves this chance, even as, as difficult as it may be that something is on the other side of that. And that, that uh, by having to rely on our faith, by recognizing that we've come up against uh, a wall of ourselves, of our ego, of our, of our lack, of our inability to get past that, when we have no other choice mm-hmm. but to rely on God, uh, that the results of that could be quite, quite redemptive for us. You, you bring up a very good point about belief because it seems like uh, these days that everybody seems to believe that they are the one that's going to win the Mega Millions or the Powerball. And, and there are many times that I stand in front of them thinking there, there's a different kind of belief if you would just take the chance to, to learn about it. Yes, that, 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 that's, uh, that's entirely correct. I think uh, we get mixed messages all the time. You know, on some level, uh, we, we, you know, we're told that humans can do everything that uh, that science and our smarts and all of these things can answer all of the questions uh, that there's really no room left uh, for our belief and and in God and in the mystery that that is but it is then when we abandon this willfulness of ours uh, when we make ourselves humble when we have to uh, to you know that, that that wonderful quote in the Bible uh, if my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Then will I hear from heaven mm. and I will answer their prayers and I will heal the land. And I, I think we are sometimes, so, and rightfully so, we are amazing creatures uh, that God has created. Yeah. But we cannot do this ourselves. And, 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 uh, and, and, and I think that it is those times when we're knocked back uh, that we actually get the relief of having to rely on our faith and that that actually can can really be the answer to everything we were looking for. Hearing that calling, I, you you, just, you take me back a couple of years where in my daily writing, I, I, I kept putting in there, God, I want to be with the people. I want to be with the people. In my heart, it was I wanted to be deeper with the church. Well, God put me at a grocery store, and then I heard it in my heart then that I put you with the people, dude. You're with the people. And, and so to right. be with them every day, Harry, my God, real people with real lives that you, you sit there and you listen to them. And, you, and it's just a, and I think that's the reason why I'm so blown away by nothing is impossible, because it's about real people. Yes, it is. Yeah. Here's, you know, here's Scott Beck, 
uh, played by our friend David A.R. White. You know, he's uh, where he was once a, a big star of a basketball team. He's now sweeping the floors and mopping, uh, you know, mopping down the mm-hmm. bathrooms and all of these things. And yet, by being there, by w- being willing to be in that condition, uh, he hears about this opportunity. And it's only because he is there uh, that he has this, uh, that, that, that he was willing to go through that trial, that he has now this uh, window that is open to him. And so, it, you know, these are real people. These are people that we can relate to. These, you know, this is not a movie about a, a guy where everything went right and, uh, and all of that and some other extraordinary uh, thing happened that he had to come to the faith. But it's a regular guy dealing with the stuff uh, that people are dealing with all across America. Uh, this is a movie for people who are otherwise written off, you know, people of faith who are in flyover country. And mm-hmm. Nobody pays any attention to what's going on in these kinds of towns. But in reality, they are the people that make America work. Uh, we are the people who uh, give God a chance, who give this country a chance and and who uh, take these messages to heart. So I'm glad that this movie is is uh, is preaching to that choir, just to be honest. Well, the the entire the entire team from the actors to the writers to the directors, the producers. I mean, you guys have lifted the level of faith based movies to a point where it's like, wow, you're not trying to shove something down my throat. You're sharing a physical story in this. That's right. Yeah. You know, those who are willing, let them come. Yep. You know, we, uh, we it was, it's hurting no one <laughs> to put movies out here uh, that are inspiring. Uh, they, they, we, we, you know, we don't have to advertise in the same sense. Of, I mean, we do, of course. We want to get the word out, and we're grateful to platforms such as yours. But, but we, uh, but you know, that said, you know, we're not trying to force any message. Uh, we believe that this message is for those who are willing to hear it. Uh, and, and we believe it's a, a good story, uh, a, a simple tale that people can relate to, and and uh, and that's the that's the spirit with which we uh, made it, and and we hope that's the spirit in which it is received. Uh, speaking of receiving, I, I, last night uh, while I was watching the film and taking it all in and all that kind of stuff, I I, I physically received this that you've gone from a superhero f- uh, film to a real superhero film. I mean, is I mean you're you're dealing with a real superhero in this one. That's right. That's right. You know, I, I tell that story a lot, Arrow. I think, uh, you know, the ultimate superhero is Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, you know, the superpower was love. And, 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 uh, and, you know, we're not, and again, you know, this isn't a movie which we're not out here uh, beating our chest and ripping our robes and, and all of this, but it's just, it's just a story about uh, looking at life in a different way of receiving a word of receiving an opportunity of recognizing it for what it is. And, 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 and so, and in so doing, I don't think that, you know, it has to be a tough sale. Uh, Jesus uh, speaks for himself, you know, but just putting the, but putting the messages out there in a form that people can receive uh, a story that people can identify themselves with. Uh, I, I think that's sometimes all we really need to do and that we could use this industry, which can sometimes be cynical. Uh, can sometimes be a little hostile to this message uh, that we could even use that industry itself mm-hmm. uh, to propagate the good news. So, would if, if we were to place this into the Bible, what what story would you would you associate? Nothing is impossible. Would 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 it be associated with Peter, or is this Paul writing a simple letter that's saying, "Hey, look, you've got to pay attention to what's inside your heart, so that it will affect others." Hmm. 
I wonder, you know, I, 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 it's, it's a great question. I, I, uh, I, I wonder, of course, you know, the, the title must come from the, from the story in Matthew where Jesus is talking to the young man. The young man wants to, to, uh, to follow Jesus. And, 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 and he says, well, you have to give up all of your riches and put that away and, and, and come follow me. The man's, of course, father has just died. Uh, he's got reasons not to do it. Mm-hmm. And he walks away disappointed. And Jesus sees him. Or the disciples see this and they say, why, why did you do this? And he, he says, well, it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than a rich man <laughs> yeah. to enter the gates of heaven. And they said, man, this is impossible. How can a camel pass through the eye of a needle? And Jesus says to them, well, with man, it is impossible. <laughs> with God, all things are possible. And so I think it's, it's that. You know, it's an interesting story because we don't know that the man does not eventually uh, take that message and, and realize that he has to give up everything of his worldly uh, possessions and so forth. We don't know the, the end of the story. I like to think that perhaps he did change his mind. With that said, uh, in this story, we see a man does change his mind. He is willing to go on that journey. He is real. He is willing to give up uh, relying on his own uh, power and, and, and start to trust that, uh, that with that faith, he will be able to turn his life around. So I guess that's the, that's, uh, it, it must be, uh, it must be Jesus himself. Yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> I, I think it's the inspiration. Of this. <laughs> well, it's, it's a type of movie that, that people, cause everybody's always talking about their binge watch or what's the latest movie that you've been watching and stuff like that, which reminds me of, of the story of Jesus sitting with the woman by the well, because if he would not have had that conversation, she would have not have taken that powerful message back to her people. That That's right. That's right. This is uh, the woman at Jacob's well, yeah. correct? Yep. That we're talking about. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. She says, "Give me this water." He says, "You know, if you if you were to take, if you were to drink this water, you know, you wouldn't be thirsty anymore." You know that that her willingness, even that she's not uh, she's not of his tribe, so to speak. Uh, she is the one out, you know, who is willing to receive this message and to carry it on. And sometimes those that we do not think are going to be uh, on our team that actually become our, our biggest defenders. So you were once a school teacher. I, I, I love teaching. My wife is a teacher. I, I, I am part of uh, people's lives as, you know, opening up the door for future broadcasters and stuff like that. Those moments of teaching, where, where did you find the, the, the expectation of reaching other people by way of allowing their imaginations to grow? Well, for me, being a teacher, probably taught me uh, as much as whatever I was able to deliver into in any education or any knowledge that I was able to pass on. I, I got as much in return mm-hmm. as anything that I might have given. Uh, but but I, I have to tell you, Arrow, in those moments when you could see the light of understanding <laughs> turn on in a child's eyes, that's better than any applause that you could ever hear on, a, on any stage mm-hmm. in the world where, where a message was conveyed, where somebody got it. Uh, those were, were the most satisfying moments of my entire life, the, the ability to pass and communicate uh, information from one being to another. That's how we live on. That's how we, uh, you know, that's how we go on and, and, and achieve a kind of uh, everlasting life in some ways, is the delivering of a message, mm-hmm. uh, that the word itself could actually be uh, life-giving. And I guess that's really what I took away from being a teacher, I, I can never get away from it too much. I, I find myself, you know, 
sometimes even involuntarily <laughs> being an instructor. So it's it's something I haven't been able to uh, to leave behind. Well, I, I, you know what I call that? I call that dropping the four walls of the church and walking the real streets of peace. Because I mean, because we 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 get out there in the real world, and it's like, oh, this is no different than being out here on a desert floor. That that that's right. That's right. Yeah, it's um, you know, there's there's that. I'm always going back to the scripture, really, in some ways. But that uh, that beautiful are the feet of the people who deliver the gospel. Mm-hmm. The, how will the people know without a without a preacher? Uh, and it, those of us who are willing to to propagate uh, this message by whatever means are necessary, I think that our feet are will be will continue to be blessed. And so, uh, bless you for continuing to do that, Arrow. Yeah. So now what, where do you grow from here in the, cause I mean, you, you are, you're always into something. And, and so when, when you have a show like nothing is impossible, first of all, I, I, I don't know if there's any websites that are going to be set up on this because there, there are, there, there are some people, some, some questioners and believers and stuff like that, that are going to want to have a furthering of this story. What, what grows from here? Well, I think one, one of the things is that uh, more, more content of this yeah. nature uh, is is really uh, what is the result of this? You know, if you think about what Pure Flix was able to do, David A. R. White and the, mm-hmm. the people who put this together many years ago, people were looking down their noses at it, scoffing at it, sort of clowning the the, the clients uh, who enjoy this kind of material. Uh, but then they made a they made a noise, they made a dent, and people took notice. The stone that the builder rejected that has become the cornerstone. And so I think really that the result of this will be the more content uh, by people who need to hear it, uh, delivered by people who are uh, blessed to make it. Uh, I think that that's what's coming. And and, and, I, and and now is the time. We need it more than ever now. Boy, you're right about that. I was just in a conversation last night with a co-worker who happens to be a Southern preacher. And when I say Southern preacher, I mean, he lives that. And I asked him, I said, how, how are you spreading your word? He says, well, I'm, I'm not doing the, the God-fearing way. He says, I just want more people to look up into the sky. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, but, you know, it doesn't have to, you know, we, we are the vessel in many ways, of course. Uh, but it's but we are not the end game. You know, we're just pointing uh, in a direction, and uh, and that becomes you know when we can take it off of us and turn it into the object of our devotion and turn the ten- people's attention to that, then we know that we're on the right path. And I think that that path will will be a blessed one, frankly. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So the the, the movie Nothing is Impossible. What was it like to be on that set? Because I mean, I mean, there, there's so many moving parts of this. I mean, the the, the scenes in the background. Because I I'm always fascinated with the set, and and when you guys are out there, you know, with with realism in the world and stuff like that. But yet, I, as a viewer, I'm not getting the full picture. What did you guys experience? Well, you know, I was there for to uh, to reveal the little man behind the, the curtain here. <laughs> I was there for four days. It was four, actually four nights. I, I filmed uh, only in the evening. So oh, wow. our day would begin. A, yeah. So my day would start at like 6 PM and we would shoot until four or five or 6 AM. 
And so it was pretty intense days. All of uh, the stuff that I did was was inside. We were in that gym. Uh, and of course, you know, it's it's tedious. It's rigorous uh, doing a film, particularly one that involves uh, basketball. You got to mm-hmm. set the cameras up a lot of different ways. You know, the people are there for hours and hours sitting in the stands and so forth. So it's it's very little glamour and glitz uh, when, when you're actually making the movie. Uh, it, it always looks like it's a lot more fun in some ways than it is. And of course, we do have fun. Um, those kinds of details are important and we and you have to take a bit of joy uh in that in making sure that it's thorough and, and all of that but but you know it also requires a good deal of attention so uh it was four pretty intense days uh sometimes it's difficult to stay up overnight our body is not our bodies are not really designed <laughs> to do that so uh involves a lot of caffeine generally speaking <laughs> and, uh, and and uh, and the good spirits and the goodwill of a good crew and a, and a, and a bunch of fun cast members and we certainly had that uh, being able to work with Scott Bauer and Nadia Bjorlin and Mark Christopher Lawrence and David A.R. White and you know so it was a really good team people who uh, you know who really are kind and who are uh, people in the industry that are of faith so we all had that in common and I think it made for a good sense of camaraderie and morale on set. Were there prayer circles? And the reason why I bring that up is because that's why I love going to the Billy Graham Library here in Charlotte is the fact that uh, nobody's afraid to do a prayer circle. <laughs> well, I, on this one, I did not... Uh, I th- we did have one. We did have one where we all, as a crew and cast, where we got together before the filming uh, that day. Uh, so we had one, and there may have been more that I just was not uh, privy to. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, you're, you're being made up or your hair is being done and you're <laughs> changing costumes. But but that said, yeah, these are people who are not, a, uh, you know, the, the, the Pure Flix team, Pinnacle Peak team, people who are not afraid uh, to say what they believe and to practice what they believe and to capture that on film. And I'm, I'm extraordinarily grateful to them. You know, you touched on Pure Flix a few minutes ago, and I've, I've been doing some research on them. They're very much into really designing programming, especially for this. I mean, they have dedicated their their you know their passion to to be producers and directors and writers to it. That that's exactly right. You know, they 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 took a chance. Mm-hmm. They were willing to endure uh, all of that. Uh, they put their money where their faith was. They put their uh, their intention, their talent, all of that on the line in order to uh, say what was in their heart to say. And, and, um, and so I have great respect for that. And, and, uh, and as I say, I'm, I'm grateful uh, that they have been able to provide a, a path forward for me and the kind of content that I wanna do myself as a producer. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, the fact that they, we, that they have a track record of success out there is really, uh, is really quite a, a case study for everybody to follow. See, I'm, I'm glad that they're opening that door up, especially for you as well, because I was that jock that was on the radio that when Amy Grant first appeared on the music scene, it was always the little whisper. She's one of those Jesus people. I don't care if she's a Jesus people. She's got a great song. It needs to be on the radio. But she's one of those Jesus people. But I'm, but she broke down the door for people to come in. That, that's right. Yep. Got, you know, and a heck, as you say, a heck of a singer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Make a great, great music. I mean, what what else do they want? <laughs> what else could hey, you know, what else could you want from it? <laughs> you, 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 you might love the song, and if not, 
listen to somebody else. That's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm so proud of you for answering the call and and, and to basically put yourself in a position where you can reach people via that screen, which is going to create conversation, which means we're going to reach more and more and more people every day. And and you're you're a major part of this, sir. Thank you very much, Errol. How great to talk to you. And, uh, you know, thanks for, for your energy, your spirit. Uh, it's it's really quite refreshing, and uh, keep doing what you're doing, my friend. Absolutely. Be brilliant today, okay? <laughs> yes, sir. You too. <laughs> yes, sir.